You're listening to Radio Albion, talk radio for the nationalist community. Welcome to the Daily Nationalist. Today's date is Friday, January 26, 2024. You're listening to me, Grandpa Dan, streaming at RadioAlbion.com, wrapping up your work week. I'm glad you could join us, whether you're joining us here on Friday or maybe over the weekend while you're getting some projects done. Whatever the case may be, thank you for joining us. It's, it's always a privilege to get to sit down and visit with you, all, of you, all of you and wrap up the work week. As always, I like to remind everybody, we continue to put the Sven Longshank support links here on the show. I'm going to continue mentioning that. I know y'all may be tired of hearing it but uh, it's easy to forget and i want to make sure that we don't please take the time to drop him a postcard a few bucks on the give send go or maybe sign up for the email the email service is awesome i use it it's, i mean it's still not fast because it has to be scanned and read obviously by the prison system but i highly recommend that's what i use whatever the case may be uh please i hope you'll find the time to drop a postcard or something let him know we're still thinking about because i do hear from Sven and the, your notes your messages some little gifts y'all have sent him it, it really it, it makes a difference to him he puts cards the cards some of the cards he gets from y'all up on display and it's just a little bit of brightness in you know what's going to be understandably a fairly dank environment dank dark environment so it is appreciated i tell you on his behalf he very much does appreciate it and i appreciate it as well well we're wrapping up the work week i'm not bringing a news article today just kind of got several things i want to hit on and and, and quite a few interesting topics observations i i kind of leaning now towards the friday shows it keeps changing because i keep trying to find something that's fairly comfortable for me and and Fridays is starting to kind of shift into just a, a kind of a week in review, not necessarily about specific topics, but just things I observe in, in this declining uh, world around us. And like I say, I've got a couple of things that I thought uh, thought we'd touch on this week. You know, and, and, and one of the things I, I was thinking about, uh, I've been thinking about the past few days, just readily observable things, and y'all are probably aware of as well. You know, is that conservatives really learn slow? I mean, you know, we, I guess a lot of us are guilty, myself included, sometimes of always having to learn things the hard way. But I like to think that, you know, by and large, for most of us, you know, we do learn. You know, I mean, when when something slaps us in the face, you know, we learn from that. And yet, it seems to me to be observable reality. That, that, that conservatives seem to learn extremely slow. Time and time again, you'll see conservatives cheerleading the very system which seeks to destroy them, the very system they'll criticize on one hand, on the other they will they will turn around and celebrate it. It, it can be it can be quite a baffling thing. I, one of the most you know obvious examples of this is Charlottesville followed 
by January 6th. And this isn't to get into you know, the details of those events and, and what we may think of those, but just simply the fact that you had January 6th. I mean, I'm sorry, you had Charlottesville happen. And this was for all the world to see. And conservatives, you know, I mean, it's a great thing to not have to learn from your own mistakes, but to learn from the things that happen to other people and to take information from that and apply them to yourself as you move on so that you don't make the mistakes that you see other people make. If you work in a factory setting and you see a coworker be reckless and, and not watch what he's doing and he gets his finger cut off, you're going to look at that and go, man, I need to be sure that I'm paying attention to what I'm doing so I don't lose a finger. That doesn't look like a pleasant experience. I don't want to go around gimpy missing a finger. That's what a normal person does. And yet it doesn't get applied to so many people's thinking in their in their lives. And, and conservatives are one of these groups that really, really you will see this. They are extremely they, they learn very, very slow. Charlottesville happened and and instead of looking at this and understanding what that meant the way that incident was handled not by the participants or what you personally think of the participants but by the system and that was the lesson they should have taken away from that to look at the system to look at the nuts and bolts of how the system works and how the people involved were treated but they learned nothing from that they listened to the very media that they will sit around and bemoan that they lie when they disagree with them, but then turn around and ate up like hogs at the trough, slopping, at, slopping the hogs at the trough. They, they slurped up the narratives of the media about one side as far as the participants were involved. Well, these are Nazis. These are just crazy. Not, I ain't one of them. These people, in fact, they make us look bad. I'm a real conservative, and I don't want them tearing down these statues either, but I'm not going to be lumped in with these Nazis. You see, they deluded themselves. They turned their eyes away from the truth because it's an unpleasant truth. They turned their eyes away from the truth that the system was not functioning on some sort of rule of law. The system was being used to punish one group outside of the law. In other words, the legal system was being used to attack those with that the system didn't like their political views. It has nothing to do with what they themselves think of the political views of the participants. I, I hope that makes sense. Let's be more specific. Instead of looking at it and saying, well, my gosh, these people, regardless of what you think of their views, they had a permit to be there. They assembled where they were supposed to be. And the entire system basically set them up to be attacked by, by the leftists and, and then caused this situation. And then afterwards, in the aftermath of it, the full weight of the law was only brought down on one side, on one group of the participants. Instead of taking this lesson to heart, they got focused on who the participants were, specifically by the narrative of the very media that they themselves will claim they don't believe, but yet they do. Some of this, again, is self-delusion. Well, this wouldn't be a, this is for Nazis. This is, these are quote-unquote Nazis. It has nothing to do with me, a true American patriot. As a result of this, January 6th rolls around, and you essentially wind up in a lot of ways with a very similar, if not, it's not an identical, but a very similar situation. 
And you have all of these people that go to Washington, D.C., and they, every one of them learned absolutely nothing from Charlottesville. And then you see the system come down upon them. And again, much the same way. They went from being protesters to insurrectionists planning to overthrow the democracy of our values of who we are, thrown into solitary you know, prison confinement, held without a trial for long periods of time, charges stacked up against them. And again, the legal system was used to punish political opponents. And many of them were victimized by this system. And I'm sympathetic to them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here going, ho, 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 now you don't like it so much because that would make me just basically stupid like them. But it was so unnecessary on a lot of points. If they would have looked at the events of Charlottesville and done a little investigation, they could have, many of them could have avoided that trap. But you see, they learned slow. They always want to tell them, and this happens when you want to deny reality because reality is unpleasant, to face the reality that you now live in a system where the legal system isn't about enforcing the law or finding any kind of truth. It's about punishing those with political opinions that the system does not like. They don't want to look at that because that's a hard thing to look at. It's a hard truth to look at. It's kind of like somebody in denial, you know, that their spouse are running around like, well, I don't know, you know, my old lady, she seems awful busy and she don't come home till one o'clock in the morning, go straight to bed after taking a shower every night. And she always has a different excuse, you know, and instead of being like, you know, maybe she running around on you, they, they just want to believe the excuse because that's too difficult to look at. They want to turn their eyes away. They avert their eyes from the truth, but in so doing, they fall into traps that could have easily been avoided. Many of you probably remember the case of the boomer sometime back. I don't remember a year or so back. I, I lose track of time because I myself am getting old, who was basically fed posting himself on the Internet. You know, I mean, he was he was on the Internet, you know, bragging about his guns and Biden better watch out coming to his state. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, everybody that knew the guy was like, well, he was crippled. He, he had a handicap sticker and his, you know, tag hanging off his rear view mirror. He wasn't going to, you know, shoot anybody. The guy could hardly get around. And he himself probably thought, well, in the back of his mind thought, well, if, if I get investigated, they're going to look and see I'm not actually a threat. Instead, a federal SWAT team swooped in on his house and killed him and drug his bloody body out and left it laying on the sidewalk. See, that's a that's a hard lesson with a hard end, a lesson he learned the hard way. And it was his final lesson. He thought, well, they'll look and understand I'm not actually a threat. I'm just mouthing off on the Internet. Again, there's plenty full of examples he could have. This person could have looked at and said, oh, well, yeah, no, that's kind of stupid. I probably had better not do that. I probably better keep control of my emotions and not. Fed post, fed post myself. Bad enough to get someone else fed posting in your feed. You better not fed post yourself. But you see, he thought those sort of things, that those only applied to other people. You see, the system will look at me and understand the truth of the matter is that I'm not actually a threat. I'm just some old man mouthing off on his Twitter feed or whatever the hell he was using. You see many people, and again, especially conservatives, not only conservatives, but who still, remarkably enough, believe that anonymity on the Internet is still a thing. 
and 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 they post on the internet and they think they can stay anonymous on the internet and again this is a failure to learn the lessons from other people it bears saying again anonymity on the internet is over that does not exist I will, I will say it again anonymity on the internet doesn't exist if you're posting on the internet and and you're posting things under the assumption that you're anonymous and 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 you're you know so the, you it'll be okay it is a foolish thing if you're posting anything that the system doesn't like now you can we see that you can be posting threats of violence as long as it supports the narrative of this system you're going to be fine you have left us openly promoting violence on all kinds of social media platforms and of course nothing you know, happens to them because it's it's a violence it's violent threats on behalf and support of the narratives of the system that's all well and good you know and and conservatives again will get hung up on well that's double standards and it's not fair there's nothing about the system that is fair it is about exercising power and yet they will not learn this lesson they will continue to try to point out well that's hypocritical and it's not fair if you're letting you're letting uh antifas post open threats of violence to kill people on the social media and yet and yet we're not allowed to say any little thing that's not fair you're not in second grade and they're not your mommy the fairness doesn't play into this at all and yet they will not they refuse to understand this lesson you are not anonymous on the internet, and it doesn't matter if you're not posting threats of violence. If you are opposing the system, you aren't anonymous any longer. We saw this happen with our very own Sven Longshanks, who took great care to make sure he he took such great care to try to stay within the ever confusing laws of Great Britain to make sure that he stayed within the bounds of the law. And even still, and even still, he ran afoul of the system. It wasn't threatening anybody. And yet he ran afoul of the system and his anonymity was quickly stripped away. It doesn't exist. Now I say this, assuming that all of you know this, but I'm going to go ahead and, and say it once again. If you're posting on social media, Anything in opposition to the system, you're not anonymous. If the system decides to come after you, you won't be anonymous. So to just know that. And I mean, again, fairness has nothing to do with it. That just is how it is. If you're on social media and you're just posting family pics back and forth in your private group with your with your relatives, you know, the system doesn't care about that. But if you're posting anything the system doesn't like, then, then you're not anonymous. And I, I say that again. Yeah, I realize most of y'all probably know that, but it's an important point. And I think the point bears repeating. And yet time and again, I will see these people, a lot of them conservatives, and they're posting on social media and they're posting and they think they're, they're being anonymous. They, they can stay anonymous. It won't matter because they're anonymous. They're not anonymous. And once in a while, when one of them gets a fairly high profile, why well, they they get doxxed and then they have all the usual problems that you expect, you know, because they thought they were anonymous. They, you know, and, and, and I always love, look, a lot of these cases, 
you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, because they get doxxed and it's always presented. The doxing is always presented as, you know, oh, leftist activists found out this person's real identity. And I would be willing to wager that in 99 percent of those cases. That's not the case. No, the federal government, the government found out who that person was. And, you know, it's not something they did illegal, so they couldn't punish them under the auspices of the law so what they do is these federal agencies find out who you are because obviously they can do that because anonymity doesn't exist and then they simply pass that information on to their operatives quote-unquote leftist activists and then they say oh yeah well we were able to find out who this person was and you get doxxed. you're actually doxxed by the federal government see that's how you're not remaining anonymous and you know it's fine you're using you know you're using a vpn or whatever that's all fine but understand if the feds want to find out who you are they'll find out who you are you're not going you're not going to protect your anonymity that way and so often if you understand these leftists aren't actually tracking down who these people are the feds are well, they're not breaking the law, so the Fed simply passed that on. And, you know, who's going to know the difference? Oh, our brilliant leftist hacker, hackers found out who this guy was. No, well, no, they didn't. The leftist hackers, a.k.a. the FBI, found out who this person was. Again, I'm preaching to the choir. Y'all know this, but you see so many people, and they're still acting like that's not the case. And they can go on the Internet and say this and say that. And, and I'm like, what utter, utter foolishness. Another amazing thing I see in the form of conservatives, especially learning slow, is again reflects on this pattern of celebrating a system that is ultimately is and is going to be used against them. When they see the system come down on somebody doing something they remotely don't like, they celebrate it. It gives them a feeling of, of, of power. You know, I don't like that guy. I don't like what he's doing. And the system just came down on him. It, it, it's it's like the people who are on the one hand, you'll see them driving around and they'll have some sort of, you know, come and take it. So here in Texas, they'll have these come and take it stickers with an AR-15, you know, come and take it. I dare you to come and try to take my AR-15. And then on the other side of their window, on the very in the same window on the back of their vehicle, on the other side, they have their Blue Lives Matter, you know, American flag with the blue stripes thing. And I think if they decided to come and take it, who do you think they're going to send? I always just imagine this cognitive dissonance. They're just going to be like petrified, frozen. They don't know how to react. On the one hand, they've gone around and said, come and take it, implying that if the government comes for their guns, they're going to have a shootout. But then on the other hand, they do this whole thing of slobbering and badge licking and they love the police. It's like, who do you think they, if they decided to come and take it, who do you think they're sending? You know, I mean, you're going to have to peel one of the stickers. <laughs> you have to peel off one of those stickers. I mean, which one is it? And you can imagine that some of these people, like they, they, they have this fantasy in their mind, like the, the government sends a diktat down and says, go and take, you know, Joe Boomer's AR-15 collection. He's a threat to the government. And the police show up to take his guns but see they see that blue lies i support and i love my police sticker in the back window and they're like you know what we're not bothering joe boomer he supports us he's a part of the thin blue line in fact they go up and shake boomer's hand and say i'm glad to see you're a real american patriot we were sent here by the evil biden regime to take your guns but you know what we saw that blue american flag <laughs> 
<laughs> we saw that blue American flag in your back window. And uh, well, we're just going to pretend this didn't happen. Good going. You know, God bless America. They learn slow. They learn slow. They, 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 they look at things that happen to other people and they don't take any lessons from them. They continue to try to want to live in some sort of false reality where things just aren't that bad. You can watch some kind of YouTube. You can watch a YouTube video. You know, maybe a YouTube video where where the cops, you know, grab some guy for some benign offense or, or undisclosed offense, and they just pile on, start beating the shit out of him while yelling, stop resisting, you know, and they're beating the shit out of the five cops are on this guy beating the shit out of him. And conservatives would be commenting on these videos and be like, well, that's what he gets. You know, maybe you shouldn't resist the cops. Maybe you should start trying by not running from the cops. Maybe you should start. And it never dawns on them that someday it's quite possible they'll be the guy. Maybe you should try not breaking the law and not even taking into consideration that anything the system declares, they can change this quote-unquote rule of law. They can just make the rules as they go. See, Russia's learned this lesson, this international rules-based order. The rules are whatever they say they are at the moment. And yet, so many of these people don't look and understand that that very same thing, just as they make the rules, whatever they want, they be, want them to be in the moment on the international stage, they do the same thing domestically. The rules can change whenever they decide for them to change. And yet these people will sit there and go, well, maybe there you shouldn't be a lawbreaker. Hmm? Maybe, maybe you should have told the, called the officer, sir, repeat. Oh, God. oh I'm going to try not to get, I'm trying not to get off on a tangent about badge lickers. I don't know how many times I see this, though. Well, let me tell you something. The cops haven't beat the shit out of me. You know why? Because when they pull me over, I call them yes, sir, no, sir, yes, officer, no, officer. And I, you know, <laughs> I don't. Well, for sirs, I, I, I don't generally have problems with the police because, you know, I. I but at the same time, if I do get stopped by the cops, I don't call them sir. For starters, mostly some bitches are less than half my age. I'm not going to call some guy that's like half my age sir. That's retarded. You know, I mean, I don't act like an asshole to them. That's just asking for problems. And I, I don't treat people like that anyway, regardless of what, you know, what my opinions on certain things might be. I don't treat anybody like that. I treat everybody like I would want to be treated. You know, I don't act like an asshole, but I don't sit there and do this badge licking thing. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. Officer, sir. You're such a good. Thank you for your service. And they act like this is something to be proud of. I'm not going to get off on that tangent. I'm going to reel this back in. You'll see them posting and be like, well, maybe you should try not being a lawbreaker. What rule did this guy break? And the rules can be changed on a whim and it could be applied to them. And they never consider the idea. Well, what about if it's you? What about if they change the rules and all of a sudden the things you're doing are now against the rule and it's you who's the rule breaker, who's the law breaker? What about when it's you face down on the concrete and the cops are whipping your ass yelling, stop resisting? You know, what, what about them? But you see, in their minds, that would never apply to them because, you know, they're good people or whatever, because they don't understand how the system works. It's important to understand the mentality of people like this. And, and it's nothing to be like emotions. I, I don't 
I don't understand people that have to get emotionally wrapped up in something, you know, like, oh, my gosh, it pisses me off so bad. These people are trash. That, that doesn't change anything. But it's important to understand. It's important to understand how these people think, how different people think and how they're going. So so that you understand. So when you run into it, you're you're, you're not taken by surprise. I was thinking about, you know, the old Soviet system and, you know, they didn't have a, you know, the KGB didn't have the capability to watch every single thing that people were doing, but they gave people that impression. And when people ran afoul of the Soviet system, nine times out of 10, it was because some neighbor, some coworker, somebody snitched them out. They reported them. You see, they're, they're actually subverted. They're actually against the Soviet system. People will hear about that and, and, and they'll shake their heads and say, my gosh, why would people do that? And I'm telling you, it's the exact same thing here because that's a human nature thing. People will do that. If the system determines, you know, a certain behavior is against the system and is to be frowned upon and all good people frown upon that. These same people will run around and snitch you out. To the government, I, I go into a store, I go into public, and then, you know nobody's by and large. You still see a few of them, but nobody's wearing a mask. And you look around, it's like, boy, it sure is nice. People aren't walking around wearing that stupid mask anymore. But you see, I remember when they were mandating the mask thing, and all of those people you see walking around with no mask. You remember those same people were walking around wearing the mask, and in fact, those same people were giving you the side eye when you weren't wearing one, weren't they? You see, they didn't have a way to snitch you out then. But when you look back on the mask wearing thing and the way those people would stare at you like emotionally angry, like you're trying to kill everybody. In fact, the reason we're all having to wear this mask is because you are not. Because that's what the system told them. We'd be past this already if these people would comply. See, the reason you're all still having to comply and wear the mask is because the three people in the store that aren't, see, they're screwing the whole thing up. And those people would direct their anger at you. Instead of at the system. If they had a mechanism, if you remember that, and I'm sure many of you do, if you remember that and look back, those same people that were glaring at you for not wearing the mask, if they had a hotline and could snitch you out and the government would come knock on your door and arrest you for not wearing the mask, they would all sit around and smile and say, that's what he gets. He should have done what he was told. If he would have just followed the orders of the system, if he would have just done what they said, you see, he wouldn't be on the ground getting the shit beat out of him by five cops right now and resisting arrest. He should have just complied. Why didn't he do it? See, they vent it towards you. They get that opportunity and it makes them feel empowered. I, I was able to report him to the system. That's what he gets for being a bad thinker. That's what he gets for not complying. That's not what he, that's what he gets for not doing what he's told. I'm telling you, I, I, I basically have a mindset in the back of my mind. And again, I, this doesn't affect the way I treat other people at all. But I go through life with the understanding that if, this, if the system presents the message the vast majority of people in your life, this is what you should do. The vast majority of people around you in your community or whatever will turn against you. I mean, there's nothing to be angry over, but just understand that. If, if, if you yourself, if you're going, you know, the people in your life, people you work with, people you know in your community, whatever the case may be, 
If the system makes a public spectacle of you, and this goes back to understanding the reality that, you know, anonymity on the internet doesn't exist. If the system decides to make a public spectacle out of you and do publicly label brand you a bad person, the vast majority of the people that are friendly with you and are your friends or your coworkers, whatever the case may be, a lot of those people, I would venture to say the vast majority are going to, to suddenly not know who you are at the least, or maybe even publicly denounce you again. It's just how people are. It's something to know not to be like resentful or, or or I'm not saying you should like, you know, close yourself off from other people, but it is something you should be mindful of so that if that ever happens and hopefully it doesn't, but if that ever happens, you won't be surprised about it because if, you, if you're surprised by it, then you are going to be really you know, emotionally affected by that. If you expect that, if you understand that regardless you might be sitting around going, well, I live in a conservative community and these conservatives, you know, they very much don't trust the government. So if the government labels me a bad person, they're not going to believe it. They're going to believe it. Trust me. People always want to believe the worst. Even if the source is the biggest liar, the biggest gossip in town, when that same gossip tells something really, really salacious about someone in town, people still going to believe it because they want to believe the worst thing about other people. When the very same lying system comes against you, a lot of these people, a lot of them might be good conservatives. They're going to turn on you. Again, I'm not saying don't have anything to do with them or look down on them or have an emotion. Just know that. So if it ever happens and again, it probably won't. You probably won't be caught up in that. But if you ever are, you won't be taken aback. You won't be surprised by it. you just understand that that's how people are. It's just human nature. It's just how people are. The people that lived in the Soviet Union that snitched out their neighbors, they weren't particularly, they weren't exceptionally bad people. They were just people, and that's just how people are. That just, that's just how it is. It worked in the Soviet Union. It will work here. If the correct narrative is set up, they can label you a bad people, and your neighbor, your maybe even family members, whatever, they will snitch you out. There's going, you know, if that if, if they set it up to be so, then, then they will do so. J- just as a hypothetical example of how this could work. You might say with your coworkers or people you're friends with or associate with, you might sit around at work or, or perhaps in, you know, in the evening you go out to eat or, or have some drinks, whatever the case may be. And just in discussion, you might say, well, I think this Ukraine war thing is stupid. You know, you might say all of the things, you know, that you know to be true. NATO expansion to the east, Russia, you know, it, it, obviously they wouldn't want NATO right up on their border, blah, 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 blah. And then people may even sit around and nod along and agree with you. But if. For instance, hypothetically, if the U.S. expands the hostilities and it gets hot and now all of a sudden our boys are having to fight them Ruskies over there to keep from fighting them over here. And anybody who says otherwise, why you see they're a Russian agent, you see they're aiding and abetting, they're providing comfort and support to the enemy. Those same people who sat around the table and nodded, they're going to be on that hotline, 1-800-CALL-THE-CIA or whoever the hell, the FBI, and you're getting a knock on the door to snitch you out. You see, this guy, he's pro-Russia. They just hear a while back, he he was talking all about how much he loves Putin and hates America. And then they all sit around and pat each other on the back about what good people they are because they turned you into the system. 
Again, the people in the Soviet Union who snitched out their neighbors, they weren't exceptionally bad people. It's just, unfortunately, it's just people will do that. That's what they'll do. Remember, this is this is a country. This is a country that in World War II, when it broke out, they just rounded up all of these Japanese who were American citizens and put them into camps. They never tell that. They never publicize that story. They talk about everybody else getting put into camps, but they won't talk about how all these Japanese citizens were rounded up and put into camps because they just couldn't be trusted. And yet again, you'll have people that maybe even know that and they'll say, well, yeah, but they wouldn't do that to me. Why? <laughs> because you're white? Because it looks to me like if anybody is on the list to get rounded up into camps at some point in the future, you're on the short list, Mr. White American conservative patriot guy. They might rebut that and say, well, but uh, I got the Constitution and the rule of law and, and they couldn't prove. Anybody says that, obviously not paying attention. Anybody believes that the Constitution and the rule of law and prosecutors are out to seek the truth. They're not paying attention. And they're obviously a pretty slow learner. The idea is you got to be aware of the world around you. And a lot of the people that you know you know, they're not bad people, but they're just not aware of that. And they refuse to look at it. And if they start to be aware of it on any level, then they're not going to look at it. They're just going to, you know, they're just going to deny it. It's kind of like I talk about slow learning. One of the obvious things is all of these people that have spent the last four years going on about how the election was rigged and Trump actually won in 2020. They're all running around now talking about how Trump's going to totally get in there in 2024. It doesn't make any sense. It's because people are slow learners. We're going to wrap up on that note. I hope you got something out of our discussion. I'm enjoying these discussions on the Daily Nationalist more and more. And uh, I hopefully y'all are too. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Hope you'll get a chance to check out our content. Uh, we'll have up next week here on Radio Alvin. So as always, keep the faith and we'll see you next time. You're listening to Radio Albion, talk radio for the nationalist community.